Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mama's Mission. I was doing like a five-part series and my bad, I've totally dropped the ball and I didn't prepare. So instead of going on to part three of our five-part series, we're going to take a break and we're actually going into a different episode, which is just with moi. And then next week, hopefully, fingers crossed, we will come back at you with part three of our series on how kids stay connected to the church or or connected to Christ from the ages 18 to 29. Anyway, today's episode is about discipling like Jesus. And I don't know about you, but oh, for so long on my Christian walk, I've known Jesus was a super important part of the deal, but I really never took the time to get to know him. And lately, it's just been weighing on my heart that I don't know as much about Jesus as I think I should. And so I've really been getting into reading the Gospels and looking at who Jesus is and just reading heaps of accounts of him. Anyway, we're looking at discipling like Jesus. And I have five points today that I want to touch on so that we can look at how Jesus actually discipled and I guess the aim of the game here is to model after him. So before we get into that, I just want to share something. I have been up with a newborn last night, so I just want to prepare, like just say in advance that if there's a bit of slurring, (laughs) it's me, sleep deprivation. Thank goodness you cannot see me behind this microphone sits a tired woman with big bags under her eyes. Yeah. We had such a great night the night before, our nine-week-old, he slept all through the night. We got eight hours sleep, and then last night, he did a five-hour stint, and then he decided he was wide awake at 3.30 in the morning, and he didn't really want to go back to sleep. So that was kind of painful. So I'm praying heaps for tonight that we have another eight-hour stretch, because dang, this mama needs sleep, and I don't know about you, but... I cannot survive on a lack of sleep. My husband does a way better job at at it than I do. Some people are just better equipped, I suppose, to deal with less sleep. And I unfortunately am not one of those people. (laughs) So anyway, I want to apologize in advance if, yeah, I'm getting all muddled and tangled and yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into the episode of how we can disciple like Jesus. So the first thing I want to look at is he did life with his disciples. Like they did everything together. They hung out all the time. They knew each other. They were in each other's company. They slept, you know, near each other. They ate meals together. They were in each other's company all the time. And well, not all the time, but you know, a lot of the time. And I think that's what we need to do you know with our kids obviously we're with our kids a lot but how present are we actually that's been something that's really been 
in my head and my heart a lot, with especially with my newborn, because it's so easy to put him down after I've fed him, put him on the mat for a bit of mat time, and then walk around and do some jobs and, you know, tick, tick those things off the list. And God's just really been challenging me recently to just be present with him. He's only nine weeks old, but, he, you know, there's no harm in sitting there and talking with him and just telling him I love him and praying over him and things like that. So being present with our kids is super important. So I just I just really want to challenge you. How often are you picking up your phone and disconnecting from your family? Because I am so guilty of this. I know that there are times where you just want to check out and you are tired and you just don't want to be engaging too much with the kids, especially if you have a daughter like mine who is full of 101 questions. And the great thing, well, I say great with a sarcastic tone because our daughter loves asking questions, but she doesn't actually take any time to listen to your answer. So she'll talk over your answer and almost answer your question answer the question she's already asked it's really weird and super annoying but anyway I know what it's like to want to check out and just go on your phone but that's not necessarily how we're going to disciple effectively we need to be engaged with our kids we need to be present we need to hang out with them ask questions talk to them listen to them so I just want to throw a few ways in, in which I do that I'm no way saying that I'm perfect at this by any means but these are just some ways that I engage with our daughter in conversation. So we have high-low buffalo and that's what we do in the dinner table so we talk about our highs for the day, our lows for the day and buffalo is pretty much just anything random you want to talk about. This is an awesome thing that we do at the end of each day as a family and we just get to share our highs and our lows with each other and I think it's really important and we get to know especially with our low our, our daughter's lows or anything random we get to hear what's on her heart and those can be things that we can pray into as well with her so those are really important Another thing we do is car chats, so we chat a lot in the car together, especially her and I on the way to school. We do pray a lot on the way to school, but that's really important, you know, we chat about the day. Just this morning even, we were talking about, I was thanking the Lord for the beautiful part of New Zealand we live in, and she just went on to say after I finished my prayer that she would actually like to live overseas. And I said, where? And she said, the States, because that's where my sister is living at the moment. And she just said, I asked her why, and she said, oh, it's just so much better over there. It's so much greener. There's less pollution. Um, the people are really friendly. And yeah, we've been to the States before. <laughs> I don't really know if I'd say there was less pollution or that it was greener, but anywho, that was what her take on things. But, you know, we just did life together, and I just got to chat with her. It's not super spiritual all the time. I think that's the key thing here. God, you know, Jesus, obviously, he had a motive here, and he was out to show his, show his disciples, you know, God and his heart. And I think that's really important. But for us to disciple our kids, you know, we need to have a relationship with our kids first. And you get a relationship by actually hanging out, talking to them and actually listening to them. So I think that's really important. So he did life with them was the first point. 
the second point on how we can disciple like Jesus is he spoke in parables a lot. Some of them, to be perfectly honest with you, made great sense and were perfect, like nailed it on the head. Some of them, I have no idea like where he's at. And in all honesty, the disciples really struggled with his parables too, because half the time they actually asked him, okay, t- what Jesus, what did you mean by that? <laughs> so that's pretty refreshing, actually. If they didn't get it, it's... um. No surprises that in some cases I didn't really get it. But thankfully, he actually explained what the parables actually meant when they were a bit confused. One way we can use parables with our kids is we use it a lot with uh, sorry discipline with our daughter, just asking her random things. Not, I hate to say it, but you know, if so-and-so jumped off a bridge with you, that that line does come out a little bit with us, but you know, I like to use parables with her, little stories with her. I also have loved to do this with her with play, and we've done this because she's super into her play. So, Barbies are the aim of the game at the moment, she's just all over Barbies, and that is not my favorite thing to do, I've got to be honest, but she has asked me to engage and play with her, and I have. and. Not so long ago, we actually did play and I thought, how can I put a spiritual twist on this? And yeah, we just pretended to be Israelites walking around the desert. And yeah, it okay, yeah, totally. The, the, the Israelites were the Barbies and they had to pack suitcases and suitcases of clothes. And they made houses out of huts and things like that, which was probably legit. But it was cool. And, you know, that just put a, a twist on our play. So Jesus spoke in parables, but you know, with our littles as well, we can totally use stories for them to teach them things, but we can also use it through play as well. The third thing, which spins off the second point on how we can disciple like Jesus, is we actually answer questions. Like, I think that's really important. I am a teacher by profession, and I gotta say that. After hearing the same question probably about 10 times, I would be the the teacher to say, it's not true. There are such things as dumb questions. And I still stand by that. But I think it's really important to answer our kids. Jesus had his disciples questioning him a lot. And I believe that God is a God who actually wants us to ask questions and not to to just accept everything as gospel. He wants us to be real with him. He didn't want us to be robots and just do whatever he wanted us to do. So that's it's the same with our kids. You know, I really want my children to ask questions and to engage with me. So that was the fourth thing. Force the see the baby. Oh, it's coming in. It's coming in, people. I'm getting tired, but I am going to persevere. So uh, my my challenge to you is what are your responses to your kids' questions? If they're asking 101 questions at the end of the day, I completely am guilty of snapping and saying, can we just ease off the questions for a bit? But sometimes I will use those questions and go, you know what, I really don't want to answer that, but this could be an awesome teaching tool. And yeah, I think it's really important that we do answer our kids' questions. Number four on how we can disciple like Jesus is he had his alone times with God. I mentioned before that he hung out with his disciples a lot, but in all honesty, he had some alone time too. 
You can't pour from an empty cup. You probably have heard me say this a million times on this podcast, but you can't. And he needed to be refilled. He knew that his his whole aim here on and on earth was to draw people closer to God, and that's our goal too. It's to bring glory to Him. How do you bring glory to God, and how do you show God to others when you don't even know Him? So it's really important to take some time to fill yourself up, take some time away to pray, to journal, to read your word, whatever you want to do, however your cup is filled, but just take some time to spend with God. That's totally what Jesus did and it gave him some clarity as well and it drew him closer to the Father and that's what we should be aiming for as well. The last tip on how you can disciple like Jesus is he prayed. He prayed a ton and he prayed for his disciples and I think this is, I'm going to be the first person to put my hand up and I have shared this before that I am not an expert on praying for my kids by any means. I'm getting better at it but mate it's a struggle. So he, it's really important to actually pray for our children. Super important And I think the key here is if you're like me and you think, oh, I just can't do it, instead of saying I can't do it and kind of owning that and wearing it as a badge of honor, start small. Start small. Just pray little prayers. So I've started doing that over our our children. You know, for my daughter, I love praying with her at the end of the day and the beginning of the day, um, just speaking life over her that she's going to have awesome days things like that Um, but I also am praying for her on the way home from school when I've dropped her off I pray again for her day and more specifics and just for her character and who she's becoming and things that I want to nip in the bud and how to go about that how to discipline her just being real with the Lord and I just it's so good after prayer prayer for me is something that I'm kind of like I know that I need to do But in all honesty, I don't get around to it or I'm not actually making the time for it. And when I do actually make the time for it, I feel so much better. And praying for others is so important, especially our little disciples. We are wanting to lead these kids to Jesus. We want these kids to know him intimately and to walk with him and not fall away from him. And that is I think that a key element here is just covering that whole process with prayer because i got to say, I am not acing this parenthood journey in any mean, by any means. I fall, I fail daily and i got I got to, you know, talk to God about this all the time on how, how I can do things better and how I'm going and, you know, especially I think the most effective prayers for me when I don't even know what to pray and I'm like I don't know what to pray God like I'm just giving this to you this whole situation with my kids I'm giving to you because I don't know what to do and I need some help big time and I think he loves that when we just get really raw with him so those were the five points or five tips on how we can disciple like Jesus. I'll just go through those quickly one more time so the first one was he actually did life with them So we need to do life with our kids. You know, we need to be present with them. It's super easy to be in the same room with them. But if you're each on a device, 
maybe not spending that much quality time together. So yeah, take the time to be present with them. Number two is Jesus spoken parables. So we can totally do that. We can speak to our kids through stories or through play, whatever means. But, you know, he did that. That was a way of discipling his disciples or leading them to God. Number three is he answered their questions. And I know this is, you know, a lot of you are probably hearing that cringing. But it's true. You know, we got, we've got we got to actually allow our kids to ask questions because, I don't know, it's been coming up a little bit recently about, I think we were thinking of sex and things like that. And I've heard that whatever, whoever actually, uh, what would you call it, shares information with your child about certain subjects, that is who they're going to deem as the expert. So for example, if you don't share anything about sex with your children and they hear about it from friends at school, they're going to think the friends are the experts. So in the future, when they have questions about sex, who are they going to go to? The expert or who they deem as the expert. And if that wasn't you because you didn't talk about it with them, hmm, yeah, they're probably going to be finding out information from their friends. And that's probably not information that you may be happy with them hearing. So that's really, uh, yeah, kind of convicting there. Number four is he had alone times with God. So he actually took the time out of his schedule. And yeah, Jesus was a busy dude. Like seriously, he went everywhere and he was always crowded. People always wanted to be with him. And why wouldn't you? He was healing left, right and center. He was like stirring the pot. You know, he was a bit of a rebel. He was the cool guy. Like who wouldn't want to be around Jesus? But he actually took the time out of his busy schedule to rest and be with God and refresh. And I think that's really important for us mamas especially. The last point on how we can disciple like Jesus is he prayed. He prayed, mate. He was covering all of his work in prayer. And I'm guaranteeing that even though Jesus, what was he, 30 when he started his ministry? He didn't just start his ministry at 30 and go, yep, cool, I'm in, I know what I'm doing. He would have been praying from the the moment that he could comprehend, you know, I think, I don't know, it's complicated. Did he know as a baby what he was here for? I don't know. But from the moment he comprehended, he would have been chatting with God, you know, like to set the stage for the works that he had to do. So I'm all for that. You know, I need to be praying a heck of a lot more for my littles than I actually do. So I hope that you've been encouraged and I hope that you'll forgive me for not continuing with part three of our series. I will continue it next week. I just have heaps of guests that I'm trying to nail down because in all honesty, some of these topics that are coming up, I am not the expert by any means. And, you know, I've got a thing. I've got to learn a thing or two and I want to get the experts in. People have done this, you know, before me. So I've got to get those sorted. But yeah, just I didn't want to leave you without an episode this week. And I think it's so important. If we want to disciple our kids, we got to look, learn from the master here. And Jesus, he had his disciples and he did a pretty decent job because after he died and he rose again, boom, this whole Christianity thing exploded. And it all started from his 12 disciples. Well, it started from him. But, you know, his 12 disciples were imperative in the rest of the world hearing about Christianity and about what Christ did for us. 
So that's what we're here for. We're, we're hoping to do the same thing. So I'm cheering for you. I know that you can do this. It may seem a bit daunting at times, but I hope that you can take at least one tip on how Jesus discipled his disciples. And that's a bit of a mouthful. And go with it. I'm praying for you and I hope that you have an awesome week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.